Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are honored to be joined by Coach Chris Cole, who we just discussed is in his 19th year associated with Barron Academy. So welcome, first of all, to the podcast. We're glad to have you here. Good to be here. And I'm curious, how, how did you end up at Barron Academy? So I had a, uh, the previous athletic director before this was the father of a very good friend of mine. And I had been coaching college basketball, thinking that was kind of the, the career path that I wanted. And uh, after a couple of years of that, I, I realized that it just wasn't, wasn't everything that I had thought it was going to be. And so um, I took a year off to kind of, you know, finish school and concentrate on that part of my life. And uh, he had asked me to come and coach the team. And I told him no, that I had, I had taken a, you know, a break for a reason. And then the following year, he asked me to come again. And so uh, I did, and I've been here ever since. Wow. So which college, by the way? I, I never knew that part. Lee College. Lee College in Baytown. So cool. And so what was different about Barron Academy basketball versus Lee College basketball that has made you stay on? Sure. Well, I'm, <laughs> I don't know if the basketball has been the, uh, the key <laughs> fortune, but there was definitely a difference. And I, I can tell you um, it was a rocky start. It was a really rocky start for me um, here at Barron because I came in and, and my goal has always been to try to give the kids the the type of you know basketball experience that a kid going to Bel Air high school would have or, or that I grew up with in, mm-hmm. the, in the Houston area. And so when I came on, I guess really unknown to me, I, I was I was ruffling some feathers and changing things by practicing four days a week and things like that, that the team had just not, never been used to. And so, huh. um, early on, I had a lot of parent pushback, a lot of parent pushback, um, just because I don't, I don't think they were necessarily wrong or I was wrong. I just think it was a difference of culture and, um, you know, and slowly, but surely we kind of scaled back a little bit and slowly made our way up to the culture that we have now. But it was, it was really a different world. And, um, uh, and I, I I didn't know after the first week or so how long I would last. How interesting. Um, but yeah, but we worked through it, and and you know by the end of that season, I think um, I saw the value in Baron Academy, and I think they saw the value in me, and uh, it's been a pretty good partnership ever since. Oh, that's great news. So what what were they used to before? How many days a week were they practicing before your time? So I just don't think they took it as serious. Um, okay. I think they kind of just rolled the ball out. Um, maybe twice a week if that was, you know, okay with the kids. And then just, you know, it, it wasn't being run um, the way a basketball program, right. uh, in my opinion, you know, w- would be run just in general. And, I, I, again, I don't think it's because they just didn't want to do it. I just don't think they knew uh, what was capable. Right. And then you showed them the movie Hoosier, Hoosiers a few times, <laughs> and then they got right on it. So That's right. what um, – what, I know you've been the athletic director for 18 years. What, what, have you coached every sport that we offer? I've coached. So the first sport I ever coached at Barron was soccer. Oh. Um, and so I coached that for, for a couple of years, and it really got to the point where, you know, we were just didn't have enough commitment to the program. Um, but I coached that my first year along with basketball. I've done baseball. Hmm. Um, I've done golf. I've done tennis. Wow. Um, so volleyball. I've done volleyball, basketball, 
So yeah, a lot of a lot of different ones. That's fantastic. I wish we could get some of those uh, some some momentum for those sports back. Some of those uh, would be great uh, to have sure. to have enough kids to do those. Um, so what are from what are some of your favorite memories? Um, I know you've been here a long time, and yeah, what are some sure. of your I think, I think, you know, ultimately, like when I look at it, there's a lot of different ways you can go with that. I mean, there's my personal memories on the basketball court. Um, but I think like my barren memories, like when I, when I look back at my job um, and, uh, and over the last 18, 19 years, I mean, we've had some major catastrophic events in this community. And, uh, and so to see how the community has always come together and, and overcome all the different obstacles. Um, it has always said a lot to me about being here. This is very much a family atmosphere. I know we hear that a lot from the kids when they graduate, but there is something about that and about the experience that you have um, while you're here. So when I look at some of the, the heroism from, from the kids, whether they're basketball players or, or athlete, athletes or you know just regular students here, um, there's been a lot of really cool things um, that I've seen as far as these kids go through stuff and come out more mature and, and the growth from, you know, these kids when they're in middle school, you get to see them grow up all the way. There's a lot of times where you take a kid who's in middle school and they're just not a very mature kid. Mm -hmm. You know, as you see them grow up and become uh, men and women, it's just, it, it really is a lot of fun um, to see that process. You don't get to see that, I don't think, in public schools. Yeah, um, like you do here. Yeah, that's beautiful. So I agree with all of that. And let's get specific. Tell me like some okay. specific memories you have, whether they're on the basketball court or specific things that happen, PE class yeah. or, you know. So I mean, so certain things stand out to me. I mean, one of the things is that uh, I've gotten a couple technical fouls um, in in my time here, and, and I don't really get a lot of technical fouls. Yeah. I think I have four in my entire career and, <laughs> and, and two of them, I believe I earned, but the two that I didn't earn are really funny stories. One of them, when we were a really, really bad basketball team, uh -huh. um, and we were trying to just teach guys the right way to play. We were in Dallas playing against Yavna and we, we had a, a referee stand kind of in the wrong spot. He was, it's kind of hard to describe without seeing it, but he was standing on the baseline, okay. but the spot to inbound the ball was on the sideline. Mm -hmm. So I had one kid on the team who knew what was going on, and he went and stood on the sideline to get the ball, you know, to receive the ball from the ref. Right. And I had another player who went and stood next to the ref. So I now have two players who were standing out of bounds, <laughs> which which is illegal. Right. And so they he hand he throws the ball to the the, the player on the sideline. That player throws it to the kid that's standing out of bounds on the baseline. Oh, no. And the referee tries to give me a technical foul. And and the gym was really quiet. And I, I just, I said, I've got to hear an explanation <laughs> for this on why this should be a technical foul. Right. And so um, that was a really, really funny story just because of just the absurdity of it all. <laughs> um, Did it stick? Another one I got, I got a, I got a technical foul one time for literally telling uh, I think it was Sam Gourmet can we please set up the offense and run the play and I got a technical foul for that and I was standing right next to the scorer's <laughs> table and they looked at me like what in the world just happened and I, 
I have, and, the, and the referee, I, you know, somewhat argued with him, and yeah. he said, you know what you said, and I was like, I, I do know what I said. <laughs> um, so stories like that are, are, are really funny, but, you know, there's a lot of memories with the, with the boys um, and the girls on trips. Um, I think that's probably the most fun that we've ever had is, yeah. is traveling and getting to know kids, um, you know, in, in a deeper way. That's really that's really great. And did both those technicals stick, by the way? So the the one of them did not. The first one did not. Okay. <laughs> uh, once he talked to his partner, I think I think his partner just took over and said, "Let's let's go ahead and, <laughs> and save us the embarrassment on that one." The other one did stick, and I just moved on. Maybe. So I think I've had, like I said, I think I've had four in 19 years. Wow. Um, so and the first I had one the first year, and I probably deserved it we ended up coming back and winning nice um yeah and it so it was kind of a, a well-used one yes and and, and I've, I've never gotten one that was that was really earned i've never gotten one that i was embarrassed for good you know they're always protecting our kids right you know and and, and a ref just not liking the fact that that you know i was calling them out on that, that our kids could get hurt right so. and and there's definitely a strategic reason to get a technical foul it can, Correct. It can fire up the Correct. team um, so one of the things I noticed both here and uh, at previous schools is a lot of times the athletic coach, the athletic director, basketball coach may not be Jewish, but end up teaching so many Jewish values. And that's something that I know that you do particularly well. Is that, is that intentional? Are you thinking like, you know, that's a part of my role here as well? No, I mean, not really. Um, I, I think that the values... Uh, in the Jewish community are, are very similar to my own um, in a lot of ways. And so, um, you know, I, I think that it just, it happens to kind of go together that um, respect and, 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 you know, value people's opinions and, and show that you care, all those kinds of things uh, that happen at this school on a daily basis yeah. are things that I just believe in in my own personal life. And so, Therefore, I think that there's been a long road to trying to understand what some of the, the Jewish values are. I, I, I love to, to talk to the boys and, and get their perspective and have them explain and, and uh, you know, even challenge them on their knowledge of stuff. Uh-huh. Even the adults. I mean, I've had many, many conversations with parents um, at Shabbos dinner or, or you know, in the, in the community about, you know, things that I find interesting and, and uh and so some of those things I think just kind of just cross over, and so they 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 can be taught you know in a, in a number of different ways. Right. And, um, I think that if you show the kids respect, then you know they're going to give you the, that same respect in return, and, and it works well here. So I did hear during the historic run to the championship year that you gathered the team together and started off. I don't know what the exact phrase was, but something about giving a Devar Torah. Can you tell us what what you said then? Yeah, so I believe it was in the 2013. It was the second the second run to state, um, and the community and school had gotten together and, and wanted to present me a uh, a plaque um, that is actually hanging right now in, my, in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were at the hotel in Dallas, and it was not pre planned. None of it was pre planned. It was it was during Shabbos. Right. So my family and I um, were asked to 
show up and we we did and they kind of so my family knew what was going on i didn't nice um and so they presented it to me and asked me to say a couple words and when i got up there the way it was the <laughs> from my point of view there was a divider like a physical literal divider um which obviously you understand what i'm saying there the machita, and all the yeah. men were on one <laughs> side and all the women were on the other side right so so at that point i had been to enough tournaments um that on friday night and all throughout the tournament that you know somebody has to get up and give a, a devar tour and that just <laughs> is how it always starts so it was uh kind of a nervousness uh you know just something it just seemed like that was the right thing to say um to start off it got a great laugh and uh obviously it's lived in uh in the history books since then absolutely well how about one memory from last year's uh run to the championship game um, I think the biggest thing um, from last year's was just the the process of them not understanding. Um, one of the, the interesting things here is that kids like right now, they understand what going to state is, but that wears off time. Right. And so for those boys last year, they, they came into something, um, they came into a situation where they had never won a playoff game. So we had, we had not won a playoff game in three or four years. Wow. Um, so they really didn't understand. And so early on, I kept trying to tell them that I believed they had all the pieces. They had every, you know, every team is built a little bit different, but there's, there's certain things you have to have. Right. And, and, and I felt like we had all of those things. I felt like we had every little piece that, that you could put together. And that they needed to commit to each other and they needed to commit to the process to be able to get there. And, and truth be told, early on, th that commitment was not there mm -hmm. and that belief was not there. And so as I would go and scout teams and I would come back and talk to the boys and say, guys, like, it's there. And every year I send Taps an email right when the playoffs start. And I usually tell them, hey, guys, like. You know, I don't think we're going to be very competitive this year in the playoffs, so don't worry about us when it comes to state. Uh -huh. Or or I'll send something like I did last year and say, guys, I've, listen, I've, I've seen some of the teams that we play, and I feel like we have a we have a competitive chance to get there. Amazing. And so, to me, um, you know, there's a lot of different games uh, to get us there, but the Baytown game, um, to go down 9 to nothing, to look like we were about to just get wiped off the court, and then not only to come back and win that game, but to come back and win that game in such a commanding fashion right. and by dominating in so many different ways. And it all it, it, it can look like one thing from the stands, but what it looks like from the coaching side of things at that game in particular was 100% buy-in to the process and to what we were going to do. We, we committed to do a couple things that you probably wouldn't under like you wouldn't notice just watching the game. Right. Um, and there was some some things that we had to change about ourselves um, to get to that. We we had to not go for shot face and we had to stay on the ground. We had to move our feet. We had to commit to to, to playing a certain way. And then so that was that was one. I know you asked for one, but that, that that game in particular. But then you go to the state semifinals, where we the first half got really destroyed by the three-point shot right and had to go in at halftime and 
literally tell guys, I know you've played for us for four years and we've talked this way for four years. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you to forget all of that. Wow. And stay out on the shooters and let them drive to the basket and we're just going to have to take our chances. And they dribbled around the second half not knowing what to do because they had been so successful in the first half. So a team that can change and adapt in the game like that is a special team. Yeah. And it shows a lot of maturity. Obviously, we had a lot of seniors. Uh, we had a lot of talent. We had a lot of the right things. But those are the things that, that I'll probably always remember about about last year and, and, and just how special that team was. Beautiful. Thank you, Coach Chris Cole, for all of your time. We are so lucky to have you at Barron Academy. And thank you for your time this morning. I appreciate it.